What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 211th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink. What's going on, dude? What is going on, my man? Um, not a whole hell of a lot here. Kind of the same thing as always. We did just finish streaming some GAC, which is pretty awesome. So if you're listening on the podcast and you want to go see us actually get some easy 50-somethings, uh, youtube.com slash Shattered Order Pod. <laughs> uh, it'll be up there or twitch.tv slash Shattered Order. Either one of those places, you will be able to find it. And that is true. That did happen. That was a thing that happened. So, uh, first off, to start this episode, I just want to say, uh, isn't that, did you hear the crazy news? I know you just got up for a second, but uh, if you have not heard, Chadwick Boseman, the star of the Marvel movies Black Panther, has passed away uh, today. Yeah. From colon cancer. I didn't Crazy. even realize that he was fighting that. That's was a that's rough. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I didn't either. And he's pretty young. He's forty three, which is I mean man, that's awfully young to have that happen. Um so thoughts thoughts and prayers to his family. That's absolutely terrible. Um Well, Kind of a personal story here, but uh, you remember a few months back I had to miss an episode because I had a uh, a medical thing going on. And uh, that medical thing is that colon cancer runs in my family, and I was having some issues, so I had to go actually be checked to make sure that I myself did not have it. And, uh, yeah, so I'm not, I guess I'm not totally surprised by the age thing because it's, it is something that can happen, yeah, even from a very young age, and so well, it's crazy. Have you got your results back? I did. I was fine. Oh, thankfully. thank God. So well, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, cancer is rough stuff. Um, it's uh, there's several that run in my family, and yeah, uh, same here. Yeah, so it's always a, it's always a worry. Fortunately, I have a wife who treats cancer, so if I ever get it, um, I know who I'm going to. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... I know they won't hear this, but I hope that their uh, family can find some uh, peace there. Yeah. That's really sad. Yep. 
Uh, he inspired. I mean, I think those movies inspired a lot of people and stuff. Um, and oh, no doubt, was quite good. So um, I really like Black Panther movies. So it was, yeah, disappointing. Um, so thoughts, prayers to his family. Um, let's let's try yeah, to get a little bit more cheerful. This is just sad. Yeah, let's go. Let's talk about that other thing. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Well, for me, <laughs> Dude, I am going... I'm going full Karen tonight. Full Karen? In what way do you mean, sir? I'm drinking Bud Light... Lemon lime seltzer tonight. Wow. I'm a classy biatch. Ballin'. <laughs> Absolute well, you know. ballin'. It's it's not every day that I drink seltzer, but when I it's the only thing in my fridge on podcast night, it's going in my belly. So Yeah, no kidding. Cheers to you. And you might be wondering, why do you have Bud Light Seltzer in your fridge? Well, because it's because it's good and I like the taste. <laughs> Oops. Like drinking a sparked a spiked uh sprite. I haven't had one of those. Um they, it sounded okay, but I did have a I don't remember what it was, Bud Light something or another last weekend that was actually pretty good. It was um, ch- the chalada or something. Did this just happen? It was the what? The ch- 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 chalada or ch- chalada? Okay. I want to say chalada. Maybe that's not right. What the hell is it? Uh, Michelada? Colada. I don't I know, know. That's one. It, it's like it tastes like a. If Bloody you like Mary. pina coladas, it, it's like a Bud Light Bloody Mary. Yeah, it's the it's yeah, the chilada or the Michelada. There's a few different types. Yeah, it, it's pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. Nice. I love Bloody Marys. They're so so good. I have an internet issue going on. You're not going to believe that. Um, I heard it. You got you you were uh, you were stuck for a second, and I was like, not again. I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm gonna have to plug in. I my my Roomba. So I didn't realize that the fiber cord coming into my house hangs down like behind our uh, like entertainment center deal, and the uh, the Roomba got back there and was tangled up in the cord. I'm hoping I'm hoping that <laughs> the, didn't jack up my internet or unplug something. I'm kind of concerned at the moment. The the robots are uh, re- revolting. Yes, that's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> just don't let it turn on Skynet. Um, so I don't have the sounder yet, so I'll just uh, I don't even know where to get. We'll get the sounder going we'll, here and we'll play the uh, get into we'll the play next the sounder. Let's Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week?
All right. Uh, this week in Swaga, man, did did you do anything? Um, I got two ultimate ability mats, so there was that. How many attempts did you have on that? Two. Okay, well, that's good. I still using the thing, the image that quotes sent me, and it hasn't good. It hasn't steered me wrong once yet. So yeah. Uh, once if it do, once it does, you will hear me be irate about that on this podcast because I feel like the ticket system and then failing a mission and not being able to just do it again because you have the tickets would really piss me off, and I know it's pissed off other people. So if I'm mad next week, you'll know why. But yeah. Oh, let's see. I got. I felt that thing a lot. The high health strategy is what got me through it. It did really, really well. I did. I did. That is what I did before the first one. And then on top of that, doing the uh, continually attacking lifeblood to build up stacks until yep. until you can one shot one of the side guys and then go after Ray. Yep. That worked out well for me. Yep. So um, I did that. Mon Mothma is a this has been kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, trying to trying to do this at the same time as get these ultimate ability mats because I'm on the step for Mon Mothma where she needs um, the hundred two of each Kairos. Kairos. Yeah, and so I've been buying as much as I can the shock prods yep. with my uh, with my stuff. All right, Galactic so, Challenge and uh, so whatever, but. It sounds like you are gearing her up. Oh, I've always planned on gearing her up. I know where you're going to go. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. But I, like I said, my pet project after Galactic Legend, Kylo Ren, is uh, is uh, Rebel Rebel Fighters. So that is still my plan okay. right now. But since uh, the one I'm currently working on continues that plan and works towards another if i decide that then that's what i'm going to keep going with for now i got you but sounds like i got my mothma's gear nine and i'm sitting here waiting for uh a second Cairo to finish so i can get her to gear 10 and then just keep going from there i'll hit i'll go up until the point where i can't go any further at uh four stars so yeah let's see other than that what did i do oh i got 3po i started working on him too I got him up to gear eight. I'm a stun gun from getting him to gear nine. I haven't put any other gear on him yet, but once I get that stun gun, I'll probably, I might drop it on him or I might not and just see if she needs a stun. Mon Mothma needs a stun gun on the next level. I meant to go look at Swagga to find that out, which is also why I haven't thrown any of that gear eight gear on him yet, but yeah. So the pretty much those are the two I've been working on along with that, uh, Along with that ultimate stuff, the annoying ultimate stuff. And then, of course, doing GAC and uh, Territory Wars, which went very well for us this week. So pretty happy with that. Shout out. I don't even remember. I can't remember the guild name. What was the... I'll just shout out uh, their one of their officers. But uh, Sithney Crosby, it was fun fighting your guild. Uh in territory war this week so was this from the youtube there comment the youtube there was somebody on the youtube that said we uh we fought their guild it may have been the same guy um 
pro- if it wasn't him, it was probably one of his guildmates. They said that they, he said that they were uh, a lot of their guild watches the show. So okay, cool. Well, shout awesome. out to them. Uh, yeah, Ryan Doherty uh, on the YouTube. Um, so I was I actually wasn't in that. Um, I wasn't in that territory war. I was on a territory war hiatus, but I did join the second territory war because I wanted to see how Imperial troopers performed, given the new the recent changes. Awkward what? silence. Imperial troopers. Oh. You know what I figured out about Imperial Troopers? They're great. You love them? Um, The the change to turn order mechanics is is absolutely drastic on the Imperial Troopers. It's kind of like what we were thinking was going to happen. Way more so than I was expecting. Way, 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 way more. Well, once once they get a kill or two, you literally cannot gain enough turn meter to go in front of them. I mean, it's the the Night Sister team never. I fought a really good um, Night Sister team, and they never took a turn. I mean, usually they get one or two turns squeezed in there, but nope, nope. They they freaking plowed. It was awesome, absolutely awesome. I um. I like the I like turnover change. I I am a fan. I like teams that, um, you know, that get benefits from turn meter gain, and obviously Imperial Troopers are one of those. And yeah, that's kind of um, kind of awesome. I have to say, nice. Well, that's good considering how much you work you put into them just before this even happens. So yeah. Yeah. Makes your good team even better. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, I thought you were alluding to the fact that there's another person that might help Imperial Troopers. No, no. I mean, that that we'll get to, but I mean, Imperial <laughs> Troopers as is are just gnarly. Um, my my Death Trooper is Relic Six, and he yeah, is that literally just sounds, unstoppable he <laughs> say that just sounds nasty yeah well I, I used a four-man imperial trooper team in our gac live stream just before this podcast so make sure you go check that out if you want to but i mean death trooper i mean he deals he i mean he hits for over 100k pretty easy i mean his um terminate special ability is just an absolute absolute wrecking <laughs> ball it is so freaking awesome i love it so i still laugh about the damage that one gac that your pal was doing not pal uh baston oh at relic levels dude yes i think that was the easy 60 ga stream um that i'm pretty sure that was the one yeah yeah man Bison, he can deal too it's crazy i can't wait to see what he can do with mon mothma i'm pretty excited about that team and needs to get some more characters for that up um I am, I gotta say, I kind of think that the Rebel Fighters are definitely going to be my next project too, but um, for a different reason than you. Um, I I really haven't done much this week other than Horde. Um, I am uh, still waiting on that uh, announcement. Yeah, well, well okay, so... 
we have a problem with that announcement. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I got gear to spin, man. We'll talk about it. I got gear to spin, though. This uh, The announcements <laughs> this week have just effed my plans, dude. So, oh, I was talking about the announcements for... The announcement for a certain returning event with the because I thought that's what the hoarding was for. Oh, oh, that oh yeah, that deal. Um I was talking about the wink the wink goal in the Twitch, um, to gear thirteen character. Uh hmm. ironically, oh. one of the characters that was on that list was going to be Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, then they can't be on the list now. Because well, we'll Wampa was on no list. Womp? What, what do you mean? Sorry, Gamgard. Oh. That guy. What? He, he's a favorite Still think it's of Jerry. Yours. He's a favorite. Uh, Jerry. Jerry can piss off. <laughs> um, so I am 43 out of 100 on The Mandalorian. I am 34 out of 100 on Cara Dune. And Grief Karga, I am 44 out of 100. Um, getting there. Next Dang. week. Right. I'll be close. Um, I've got I've got the gear ready for Mando. I'm taking Mando to gear 13 immediately. Um, I am. I think I've pretty much decided I'm going for uh, Jedi Master Luke. But come hell or high water, I am doing the Mandalorian because he's a beast. <laughs> Jeez, no one. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So. I don't know what that was, where that came from. Um, yeah, so you just dropped the uh, JMLS bomb there, so why don't we go yeah. into the next thing there, the right, update. Let's do it. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. I mean, this was a... I mean, this was a legendary announcement of galactic proportions i did not expect this at all um i kind of i kind of thought by the end of the year we would get two new galactic legends i did not think that it would be this i thought it would be more along january leading into a march release not even march release february release again so maybe december too much money to be made I really thought right, but this. imagine how much money because this makes okay. So this is a question I was going to save. Um, so just before we go into this, let's say this: they announced two neglect election. My question was: we had all thought about a um, Mandalorian legendary or journey type release coming up. Does this put that in jeopardy? You think? No, absolutely. Would you still not. work this towards has that? Nothing to do with it at all. But they would, anything, are they both going to be releasing? Anything. Because the movies, the, the the Mandalorian releases next month, in the same time frame as these releasing, and so, the thought was that that would release around the time season two came out. Okay, so there are multiple problems with that theory. One, they never release characters immediately when something comes out. They may release one or two, but generally the primary characters from movie, TV show, whatever, generally comes after it's already been released. So I would expect towards the end of the season of The Mandalorian is when we would get maybe a legendary character. I think this absolutely does not put that in jeopardy whatsoever. I think we will still get that. I think Lil Green Gizmo will absolutely be a legendary. He better be 
because he's cute. Hello. Um, but the thing that I am more surprised about, I'm not super surprised about the Galactic Legend thing. Um, it kind of makes sense. I'm kind of surprised the direction that they went, though, because they went new trilogy. I was kind of expecting with them talking about Empire, maybe they were going something original trilogy. Um, yeah, it sure seemed like everything was building towards a new or a original trilogy GL release if that was next. But in some way, I almost feel like that was kind of killed off by the release of Jedi Knight Luke. So I would have thought Jedi Knight Luke and Vader maybe would have been paired together as like a super team of some or something. But I do have to say, it is pretty cool that Vader, it seems like the Vader that we have in game is going to stay the Vader, like the Vader. And mm-hmm. that's actually, I love, I love it if that is what their plan is going to be because that iconic of a character actually being kind of farmable, fairly easy to get, and just being an absolute badass without having to gear 75 freaking characters, I think is awesome. I really hope they keep that. And if they do a Galactic Legend Darth Vader, it needs to be prequel Vader, like Order 66 Vader. Well, Vader isn't not necessarily in-game in-game, but he is close to in-game character because the only way to get him before Fleet which fleet unlocks at level 60, 65. The only way to get him before that is achievements. So no one's going to have him early game, but he's I, more I know early game saying. than a lot of, uh, well, than galactic legends of any, I mean, so. oh, galactic legends for sure. Yeah. He's but like, there a, are, there are definitely legendaries you'll get before. Uh, before yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pro- probably yeah, get that's Thrawn probably way before Vader, even Palpatine, because you use the same team. Probably true. Yep. So once you do unlock that Vader, you got a kick-ass team. So, so dropping what, f-bombs again. So, so what do you think about this uh, Sith Eternal Emperor? And well, first off, I think the name is stupid. And Je- Jedi Master <laughs> Luke Skywalker. I assume you don't have a problem with Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. That should be his no, name. No, that name makes and sense. I, if he doesn't have the damn Jedi tag, I'll lose it. I swear they, they, to God. I, it's, like, it's like they were typing something, and there was an, a type, typo in Palpatine, and they went to go check it to fix it, and it deleted it instead, and then they forgot about it. Because so, it should really be Sith Eternal Emperor Palpatine. That's yeah okay yep I totally agree hundred percent yeah that's that's well put because yeah. why you don't even have his Sith name in there <laughs> I know we all think well, no well, he's the emperor but his name should be in there come on is he really Palpatine though I mean yeah <laughs> if you get cloned did you create Dan or did you create Don um. If I name him Dan, he's Dan. <laughs> That's if you name him that, though. But well, he, he might call. He, everybody he in be... the movie called him Palpatine. Yeah. Okay, I guess you're right. We never asked him what he wanted to be called. His clone might have been like, I pushed <laughs> away from that name. My new name is Larry. Um, and I will go by that. So, I, Sith Emperor. I, I agree. Whatever. Sith Eternal Emperor Larry can work. I don't care. But. Call him Carlos. I don't care, but I think I think his eter- name should be attached to it. I think Eternal Emperor Palpatine would have been better. 
And then you could have just thrown the Sith in as a tag because it doesn't really need to be there. Um, But yeah, Sith Eternal Especially if he's not listed as Sith. (laughs) Yeah. Because a lot of these characters lately, you're like, "Uh, what? Jedi Knight Luke? (laughs) So I, I do like that his initials are C. C? I yeah. see why. Like the word C? You see? see? <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about? I see um, what you're saying. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll talk about um, we'll talk about them again here shortly. Um, or do we want to just go ahead and talk about them now? Let's finish the update, and then we can probably... We'll I think All we right. should do it last, because we got a lot of different topics to go along with that. Okay, so I wrote we'll down the questions. Down I'm about to add another one. Of the update. <laughs> um, Admiral Piat, uh, Marky event, he got announced. He is a requirement for the Sith Eternal Emperor Palpatine. So just what? Sith Eternal Emperor. No, Sith, Emperor. Sith Eternal Emperor Palpatine. Seep. <laughs> I'm going to call him Seep. Seep. Um, he is just seeping galactic legendness everywhere um we had double drops announced which is kind of badass it's nice that they are doing this uh if you're not in our discord discord.me slash shattered order you absolutely should be because you get really awesome announcements about the proper way to prepare for double drops on cantina um posted a post about this i need to make a video about this because i feel like this comes up every time and i don't like it's I always have to make a post because I don't have a video about it, so I should just do a video about it. But um, anyway, uh, Cantina double drops are actually done a little bit different than most other double drops in that you stock up two days before rather than the day prior, and you basically waste the natural energy of a full day because the slow uh, regeneration rate on energy actually makes that more beneficial. You actually get a little bit more energy to spend on drops. So you actually get more rewards and you save 100 crystals. Um, so if, if you did that, well done, because that means you're in our Discord. And if you didn't do it that way, shame on you because, well, you're missing out on rewards and you're not in our Discord. <laughs> A lot of good things can come from that. It's just saying. Everything. It's amazing. Um so we have more other double drops coming. September 5th, we have Fleet Battles. September 12th, we have Light Side. September 19th, we have Mod Battles. And then on September 26th, we have Dark Side Battles. And So what is that? Every every Saturday for the next five weeks? Uh, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds right. I, did, I ran the maths in my head, not out loud, so no one would know if I got it wrong. And then... Uh, I came I came across that idea. So there we go. <laughs> um so so one thing I do like is it's not just normal nodes, it appears to be uh, hard nodes as well. Yeah. It looks like so, all the battle nodes. So you can go for gear and you can go for character shards. I so I, I would ex- I'm going to bet dollars to donuts. And that's saying something. I'm really Really going out on a limb here, but I think uh, I think there's a decent chance Mon Mothma and three PO or Chipio or two three or whatever you want to call them Chupio. will be available. 
by September 12th. Well, they didn't release at the same time, did they? They were like uh, two weeks apart or a week apart? I don't know. Yeah, so they're not going to drop in the same update, but I wouldn't think. So my... I just hope Mon Mothma is on light side, on the light side node if she's a hard node. Because I agree. if they drop her on dark side and we miss that for the light side uh, hard nodes, that will stink. Yeah. So. We'll see. So make sure you prepare for this. Take advantage. Uh, stock up on energy the day before. Do all your 50s, all your 100 crystal refreshes and... Um, stock up and do do some work um t- take advantage of these double drops uh so i had somebody ask i i think it was quote that asked in our uh discord what is the more effective thing to farm when we get to double drops would you be better off going for kairos or gear 13 finishers and i'm gonna have to say kairos uh, primarily the reason being 100 of them are used in every finisher versus 50 finishers. And not to mention they are used in other places. Plus, they have the same drop rate. And, um, you know, there, you know, there are some other ways to get some of these finishers. I don't even get Kairos from other places. But it seems to me like there's a little bit more of a high demand of Kairos than there are finishers. So that would be my suggestion. But um, you do whatever the hell you want, man. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Indeed. All right. All right. Well, the calendar also released, and that let with it came. IG88 is the September daily login character. Normally, we would look into we that. We haven't used the uh, calendar drop in a while. It's because the calendar has been... Once they... Once they moved all the uh, legendary events to the journey guide, the calendar has been kind of boring. Yeah, pretty much guess dis- what's going to be on it every month. It's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but IG88's the daily login character for September. I wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, who was it this month? Stormtrooper Han? I don't even remember. That's how little, yeah, not important correct, it was. Actually. But they haven't really meant anything lately anyway. And for everyone that was like, IG-88 being the login, that might mean something with Mando. IG-88 wasn't in Mando, so don't see it. IG-11 was in Mando. If you wanted to draw the correlation, they're correlating those two characters, then maybe. But that seems like a weird jump to make. Um, yeah. The only, the only connection there is that Grief and Mando are also bounty hunters. And so is IG88. So that that might be your correlation, but I don't think we're gonna with the Galactic Legend announcement. I don't see us getting any Mando info this month. If we did it, we would, that would be amazing because that would be a lot of communication about things in a small time frame. But I don't see that happening. Right. As well, the other thing with the calendar, which is what I was alluding to earlier with you, there is no, and I don't know why people thought there would be. JKL is not on the calendar. Was not added to the. Uh, journey page uh, so no announcement yet of when you can do the Jedi Knight Luke event but uh, just to ease some minds here they never announced the second wave of a legendary event in the calendar so that does not mean it's not coming in September that's true so 
look at the calendar like we used to. I don't know if that still works in today's calendar, but we used to look in the calendar for blank spots for events with the introduction of the journey guide. I don't know that that matters anymore, but that's, that's one way we used to at least look at to see where ah. a legendary might be coming back. I would be shocked if he's not coming back sometime soon. I mean, he, he, he it's gotta be soon, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being hopeful because I am very antsy for him to come back because I'm stocked up on gear. I am 100% ready. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So I could be on I could be on an island there. We'll see. Yeah, some people that might be working toward it might just have, uh <laughs> might have just pivoted cuz the uh the other older version of him has now been announced. So that is true. Uh, the only other thing of note from the update, Mon Mothma is in packs and shipments. So if you go by a normal marquee, uh, cadence, uh, as pointed out in the chat, that means about six weeks for Mon Mothma to go farmable. So we'll see if that is actually the time frame, which would also mean that they would release the same time as Admiral Piet, because Admiral Piet has been announced as a requirement for Sith Eternal Emperor, and because of that reason, they're pushing him out uh, to free-to-play farmable a little quicker to be ready to be able to farm him in time for the Galactic Legends. So he's got a six-week schedule, I think it is. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, three weeks after release, uh, he'll move to shipments, and then three weeks after that, he'll be uh, farmable. So... The, if you follow that logic, then uh, 3PO, or sorry, 2PO, Mon Mothma, and Admiral Piet are probably all going to become farmable about the same time, which would actually make a lot of cool. sense. So It does. Now, we can do one or two things here. Uh, we're at, okay. we're about 34 minutes into the podcast now. We can do the kit reveal, or if you think we're going to talk a lot about Galactic Legends, we can go just go into Galactic what do you feel like doing i i think we should talk about the kit because i actually think it is kind of semi-important all right so let's let's do that then like what are you even doing yeah. do, you, do you even mod bro? Like, <laughs> hashtag do you even mod bro <laughs> oh my god mind blown classic it is a classic. Is it playing again? No. No, it just fades out over time. Oh, okay. I, I like the music. Gotcha. I was like... It just, like, keeps playing. I like it. I'm like, is stuff coming don't out don't of my judge speakers me. here? What's happening? Um, uh, all right, so we got the kit me, here. Sorry. All right. You, right. you want to read that kit or you want me to? All right, I'll read it, and you uh, pop okay. those thoughts that you are running... The hamster's on the wheel, I see over there. Many, so, many, many, many. I'll read through it, and you can interject. All right, so here we go. Admiral Perfect. Piet. A long time ago, we talked about, uh, if you're not in the Swaga events Discord, get a link. You're doing I it think, wrong. I was say, I, there's a link in our in our Discord. If there's not, I'll make sure to get one in there in the Discord link I'll area. even throw one in the uh, the show notes for this episode. Yeah, so you can get in there. But we talked about this maybe 
three weeks ago, there, there was a data mine of a new character model and it was an Empire officer looking guy and everyone had their ideas that it might be Piet. Turns out it is Admiral Piet. And here he is already in a marquee that Crazy. came out today. Um, I haven't done it, so got to do that soon. How much time? I got 13 hours. I got to do that after this podcast before I forget. Um, but yeah, so marquee event right now. He finally did release and uh, he actually looks pretty dang good. So, yes, I agree. <laughs> Admiral 100%. Piet, he is a dark side character, of course, being Empire. He's also got the tags of dark side support leader, Empire, and Imperial Trooper. He said it says he's an ambitious Imperial officer who supports his allies while plotting their demise. <laughs> That's pretty dark. Yes, for sure. But it kind of fits. So we'll go right here into the basic. The basic is intensified firepower. Deal physical damage to target enemy and call another random Empire ally to assist. Allies with inevitable failure are called to assist. So it all, it all, it'll call people without at least one person without inevitable failure to assist, but also call uh, all allies with it. And that can be pretty nasty for that can in that can become a mass assist basic, which is crazy. Yes, basically, which yeah, that'll be really nice. Uh, you know, if there's a way to kind of call him in, say for example, and obviously Imperial Trooper. So if you have Veers on his AOE, you could like a double almost. Could be kind of nasty. Um. Do how many of the storm do any of the imperial troopers do grant what is the word turn meter on basic? I don't know the imperial trooper teams that great. Uh, I don't believe they actually give turn meter technically on basic. Um, most of our turn meter comes from uh, people dying and buffs. Okay, well. Attacking a Actually, lot I will think uh, all help of that. it comes from killing people and buffs. But yeah. I've got to ask about where is this guy? There he is, Magma. I thought his basic did. Oh no, he just double taps. All right, never mind. All right, next up you have special one Imperial Ambition cooldown four. Final text: All allies gain offense up for two turns. Offense up on an Imperial team or an Empire team. That's gross. And Admiral Piet gains stealth for two turns, inflict marked for two turns, and three stacks of inevitable failure on target other Empire ally until the end of battle or that ally is defeated. And remove inevitable failure from all other allies. These debuffs can't be copied, dispelled, or resisted. So you cannot... It doesn't become a mass assist because you can only have this on one character at a time, apparently, it looks like. I haven't done. The, uh, really should have done the marquee, so I knew this, but uh, I still have not. So, well, I did the marquee, but I am still honestly not hundred percent sure. Um, the because I don't ever pay attention to marquees, but the yeah. um, auto. It's going to depend on if there is another way to get inevitable failure, but if there is, this would get rid of it from everyone but the one you mark. So, right. Uh, these debuffs can't be copied, dispelled, or resisted. 
How do you not do the marquees? I do do the marquees. I just have not done it yet. Uh, inevitable failure. Gain one stack when using an ability or receiving damage from an enemy. When defeated, grant Admiral Piet the following bonuses based on the defeated unit's stats until the end of battles. One stack, 5% max health stacking. 10 stacks, 20% max health and max protection stacking. 15 stacks, 50% max health, max protection and offense stacking. And at 20 stacks, 100% max health and max protection, plus 300% offense and 25% speed stacking. At 20 stacks is uh, pretty nasty. Yeah. Those are, and how much does he give per one? Three stacks? So he'd have to use that ability uh, a few times there. Yeah. To get to that 20. Unless uh, there's another way to add it. I, we haven't been through this whole thing yet. That is true. We have not. Drew, they have missed them before, Mission and Zalbar. <laughs> That's the funny part is that me and him both missed both of those ones. I don't know what was going Wait, on that time. The Marquis. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? I forgot about that. Yeah, that wasn't good. I think that those are the only Marquis I've ever missed in this game. Uh, me too. But it's it, And that's what's confusing as to why we both did at that time, the same time. I don't think I was on vacation or anything either. Yeah. Um, yep. So, because you guys didn't know who they are, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right, leader, zealous commander. Empire allies have thirty percent offense and potency. Light side enemies have minus thirty percent tenacity and minus fifteen speed. When an ally with inevitable failure critically hits an enemy, they gain one stack of inevitable failure and defense up for two turns. So, if he's in the leader slot, there's where you get even more stacks of uh, inevitable failure. Not to mention the fact that his basic calls in the people with inevitable failure, so that's even more chances for them to crit and get more stacks of that inevitable failure. So that's that's where that pulls out so you don't have to use that first special a large amount of times to get that 20 stack. Uh, Unique one, Zeta, the Emperor's Trap. Admiral Piet has plus 60% counter chance. Piet gains 5% turn meter whenever another Empire ally takes damage. Whenever an Empire ally begins a turn or attacks out of turn, all Empire allies gain a stack of the Emperor's Trap until the start of the next enemy turn, non-Empire allies turn, or the end of battle. The Emperor's Trap can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. If Darth Vader is an ally, Darth Vader and Admiral Piet have 20% accuracy, potency, and tenacity. Emperor's Trap, plus percent, 6% offense and potency per stack. There's a Zeta on that one. I'm not sure which part is the Zeta, but it might be the Darth Vader ally part. Uh, I am not sure. Actually, I can find that out fairly easily. Oh, yeah. Go look in game. Not a terrible idea. Um, so what were those thoughts you had there? So, this character has so many options. Um, this is, this to me is like Sith Trooper skit. It is incredibly versatile. It can be used in just so many different places. Mm -hmm. I love the Darth Vader synergy because Vader definitely needs more potency. Um, very useful. 
gains 5% turn mirror with another Empire ally takes damage. <laughs> I mean, you AoE a full Empire team, he gets 25% turn meter. It's pretty damn crazy. Um, so, you can use him as basically a ranged trooper replacement and make your imperial troopers just that much more nasty um the inevitable failure ability throwing it on a character which of course will make him that much you know make him well more more survivable and um and the fact that he offers offense up is fantastic uh, because that's one of the big deals with range troopers, the offense up. Uh, I think it's offense up and protection up that he offers. So he could take that place. And I love range troopers. Awesome. But this is a far better kit. Um, the the other thing that I really liked was the. Uh, ah, excuse me. <laughs> the the AOE days. So on his second special, the fact that he can do an AOE daze is a huge benefit to Imperial Troopers. Um, Imperial Troopers are actually pretty good in some of these assault battles. They're pretty good in uh, territory battle. They're they're great in a lot of areas. But an AOE daze to where you can just plow people with Imperial Troopers and you can't do anything about it? Sure. You could, I mean, you could damn near get rid of death trooper and move him to another team if you wanted to um and put him in place just because the AoE days is you know um lord have mercy damn yawns <laughs> um that AoE days is almost going to kind of work similarly to the cooldown increase AoE that Death Trooper has, um, it's not exactly the same, obviously, but with teams that you would generally fight with Imperial Troopers, it kind of does work the same, actually. Um, but then also, if it defeats an enemy, you inflict fear on all enemies for a turn? Like, that's kind of badass. Um, this is the... It, it, this is the first time that anyone besides Sith Empire has been given the fear ability, um, which completely stops people in their tracks. Th this would allow you to build... I mean, you can be build either an Imperial Trooper team or a Darth Vader-based, Emperor Palpatine-based, either that one. Ability. I think I skipped over his second special. Did you? I did. I did not oh. read that ability. Okay. Suborbital strike, five turn cooldown, dispel all buffs on all light side enemies, deal physical damage to all enemies, inflict days for two turns. Allies with inevitable failure gain two stacks. If this attack defeats an enemy, inflict fear on all enemies for one turn, and allies with inevitable failure gains five stacks. Fear cannot be copied, dispelled, or resisted. So it's a lock debuff, just like it normally is. Um, yeah, that that's, I, skipping that is a massive miss on my part because that is such a ridiculous ability. 
Yes, absolutely. It is freaking phenomenal. I gotta, um, I gotta go back to Swiga.gg because I'm curious what the base damage on that AOE is. Not that it matters a ton, but yeah, if that ability care. is killing on like fairly easy and fearing everyone, that's pretty crazy. Not to mention the days yeah. attached to it. It's that's freaking crazy. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So if you, I mean, if you have fear, um, which of course is predicated on defeating an enemy. So you can kind of pair this with Darth Vader, for example, with his merciless assault. Um, I think that's what it's called. Anyway, uh, you know, if you can get somebody close to death and then come in and use this AOE, uh, you know, you're going to be in a pretty good spot for killing somebody, landing fear on everyone, and then getting Darth Vader another turn pretty easy because the other team just simply can't go. Um, his leader ability, it's fine. It's okay. But I don't really care. Is it better than Veers? I'd rather have... Because with Veers, the best part about Veers, in my opinion, as far as troopers go, is that what makes uh, his unique is the big thing for him with the troopers, not the leader ability. That's true, but his... Here, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll look up his leader ability real quick. Um, Veers' leader ability is, is actually really freaking good. Um, so it is it's just, it's turn meter, 10% turn meter whenever they gain a buff. That's probably the best part of it. 30, 30% offense Imperial troopers gain 20 speed and gain 15% turn meter whenever they gain a buff. Um, 15. so does say 15, Yeah. 20 speed and 10% turn. Okay. Sorry. I was like, what? Am I um, reading something wrong? Yeah, I think I'd rather have that than. Although I mean, you're taking 15 I mean, away from the enemy with the, hits the, as long as they're light side. Here's here's the problem: is you, you are taking right, you are taking away 15, speed. and you're getting the offense so against plus the potency. But you get the offense anyway with Veers. So this leader Billy has the advantage of potency. The negative tenacity and speed against light side enemies, but that really cuts down on the number of teams you can beat um, versus the other one that has plus 20 speed. Against everyone. And the ten, and the 10% turn meter gain, which is actually ends up being pretty pretty nice whenever you're you have you know buffs like from range trooper but range trooper you wouldn't use in this example so throw him out my uh, guess so is that, that you does would start become not as good playing just because it's not as good doesn't mean you can't play the uh swap around no that's hard so if they're light side it might be better trooper, to put piet in there and if you know their dark side they're maybe it's always better to that have fears that is totally possible you know, if you just switch them around, if you're planning to use them on the same team anyway all the time, switching those leader abilities, depending on who you're facing, can be a pretty tactical move there. Right. And here's the problem with um, 
inevitable failure doesn't actually do anything unless that character dies. Yeah. That's the only time it does anything. So gaining the stack of inevitable failure and defense up. I mean, this kind of leads to this is probably a good defensive usage uh, rather than offensive usage because there is that advantage of characters dying. Um, but, uh, I mean... Yeah, supercharge your PF le- on defense. At the very least, if, if Piet ends up taking everybody out, that's one defense because you won't have those stats the next battle. But if you can just right. if you can get them out, if you can get to two defenses just because they couldn't take Piet after inevitable failure goes off on a defense where he's got put it on several people with the large stacks, yeah, that would be nuts. So here's something else that I love, especially with Imperial Troopers. This is his unique ability. Whenever an Empire ally begins a turn or attacks out of turn, which Veers makes Imperial Troopers do a lot, all Empire allies gain a stack of the Emperor's Trap until the start of the next enemy turn. Okay, Mm -hmm. Next enemy turn is really important because they gain so much turn meter, it becomes incredibly difficult for anyone to go. When you kill someone, was it like 60% turn meter gaining? That could be wrong. It could be more than that. 60, it might be 80. I think it's 80. Um, you're getting a shit ton of turn meter. Um, so no one else will be going before you. Um, or non-Empire allies turn. Uh, so you want all Empire and you want the enemy to not take a turn. And f- for each time this happens, you gain a stack of the Emperor's Trap which is plus 6% offense and potency per stack. So, I mean, you get a couple stacks, then you're talking 12, 18 extra offense on top, You 12 to 18% offense on top of the 30% you're already getting off the leader. I mean, whew, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, he looks like he's going to be really fun. Not even just for Imperial Troopers, but uh, with Vader. Yeah. I'm, uh, they've been releasing some really cool kits. The last three have just been crazy oh, good. Oh, for sure. Well, and the other great thing about this is it is pretty versatile, like we are just talking mm-hmm. about. Do you use them with Imperial Troopers? Do you use them with Vader? You you have that option. I think you're... And there's a pretty... Say, I think you're... Sith Trooper comparison works perfectly because Sith Trooper can drop yeah. into First Order Sith and uh, be very versatile in that way. Uh, and you can do the same almost. Granted, all the people he works with are under the Empire tag, but there are two different tags under the Empire that he works well with. So that is definitely a major plus for him, I think. I agree. Stretching. Have we hit the seventh inning stretch? No, I wasn't stretching. Uh, my uh, sticky, you know, sticky deal under my desk that hold lights up that kind of fell down. Oh, I see. It was bothering me. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, member of Beagle Squadron's having a rough night. What's uh, the the eldest member? She she's been. 
like hacking up a lung constantly and she just she keeps coughing and coughing. Yeah, my dog we are having similar concerning. problems with our dog. Not fun. No. So no, very sad. Um all right, so I I kind of think um I think we've covered pretty much everything. Uh, Piet. There, there was one developer insight thing that I thought was actually pretty cool. Um, so he got a field promotion from captain to admiral. And that was what gave him the idea to make an imperial admiral rank badge as his relic. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that it was a pretty sweet the way that they described the thought process behind that character because it is uh it is nice to know where some of these relics come from because sometimes you'll look at them and be like oh what yeah why so yeah that's true all right let's uh move along let's go hey boys do you have any tips for us less experienced players so uh i got a very big big tip here i'm sure you do very big tip <laughs> i guess i should have pay- played the calendar since i'll never get to play it and let's be honest time is ticking <laughs> we don't know when these guys are coming but it's gonna be not too long they said this is gonna be a little bit faster um a little bit quicker release than the last two galactic legends not gonna be as much ramp up time uh, they're batching the requirements differently. We're only getting three batches rather than four. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit quicker. There's also going to be shortened time in between each of those, as they stated. So uh, I-, I expect we'll probably see these by the end of September, honestly. Yeah, I was thinking probably uh, they want, well, see, they want. They want Piet farmable before they're released. And so Piet's not farmable for six weeks. So I'd say that six-week mark or maybe a week following that, somewhere in that time frame, say like a month and a half from now, which wouldn't be September. It would be uh, like mid-October probably, but that would be my guess. Since the first round of rewards requires a few characters that are all supposed to release free-to-play around the same time. All right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's we got talk some uh, quote unquote lore that they've written for these characters. I wrote down here just to get the idea okay. of the time frame of these characters, which ones they are. Um, because I saw Jedi Master this Luke Skywalker, and then I was like, okay, so we're getting the the Return of the Jedi Luke, and then I saw Sith Eternal Emperor. I'm like. Okay, so it's not from the original trilogy. That is, and then I saw the picture, so, so I immediately know I, which version it is. I want to be clear. I called this. The did Jedi you? Master Luke, I did. Uh, well, yeah, I, you said that he was going to be, the last version will be a GL. Yeah, I said before too long we would have the Jedi Master Luke Skywalker as the Galactic Legend, as the final version of Luke. Uh, because everybody was upset about the fact that Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker wasn't a galactic legend. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, here he is. Yeah, because where could you go from 
they would either have to not introduce uh, the new trilogy, Luke, or he would be lower than the last one, or they'd have two Galactic Legend Lukes. So it makes sense that the right. last version of him is the most powerful version of himself throughout the whole trilogy anyway. so It definitely came a little bit quicker than I expected, though. Yeah, maybe just a little. Uh, the last thing... So here's the what it, they wrote down for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker started as a humble farm boy. Uh, is that alluding to anything? Maybe. Dreaming of bigger things and went on to become one of the most renowned Jedi to ever live. Rising to the rank of Jedi Master, Luke's strong connection with the Force enabled him to overcome seemingly impossible challenges. I like this part. Rising to the rank of Jedi Master, which he gave to himself. <laughs> well, the, there's Force Ghost Yoda who could have gave it to him. I mean, I guess we'll count that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, cool. Uh, Second up is that. Sith Eternal Emperor Larry. Surrounded by mystery, the dark side has its own share of powerful Force users capable of incredible feats. Perhaps none are more feared than the Sith Eternal Emperor, whose mastery of the Force gave him access to abilities that some consider to be unnatural. Through years of deception after the Battle of Endor, this Dark Lord was secretly planning his return to power. So, uh, I... I want to go on the limb and say these two are going to have the same, not same, but basically the same ultimate abilities in a way. So Sith Emperor Palpatine, Sith Eternal Emperor Palpatine, whatever the hell you want to call Seep. um, (laughs) He, his ultimate will most certainly be the fact that he becomes unkillable and you have to kill everyone else before you can kill him. But he's going to have some very nasty buffs that he gains, making it... Here's... Going off what you said earlier to me in Discord, I bet he becomes unkillable and he, like, puts his hands in the sky or something and lightning comes out and every person's turn, it deals lightning to him at the beginning of their turn and for big damage or something. I like it because of the, you know, from the scene from the movie, obviously, yep. where he just turns everything off. Yep. Just force lightning hands. Yep. I, I forgot that was my original prediction. Um, and, and I do think that makes more sense than what what I thought of tonight. Um, but for Luke, it's got to be like a force summon of some sort of taunt character or something to where he basically becomes unkillable um or there's going to be some sort of evasion mechanic in there he could have leader ability just has like 50 percent evasion like accuracy arrows are basically worthless in this game he could be the reason that they actually become useful what do you think about that say it again I got uh, distracted by words Unbelievable. on a screen. Um, <laughs> what faction are you talking about that might make them great? Uh, I'm talking about accuracy mods actually becoming decent with Jedi Master Luke Skywalker having an evasion ability. Very high evasion ability. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that could be a thing. I mean, if that's something that they wanted, they certainly have to, they need to make a way for to make it important. And that is, you know, that is honestly something that would make him unique compared to other characters is the fact that to beat him, you would have to have accuracy. Yeah. That is not something Actual that you actually need required. for other characters. Yep. That would be very annoying. God, be and I actually think that would be very cool. Only be only because of the annoyance factor and the fact yes. that it's never been done. So, are you going for either one of these characters? Um, I haven't made my final decision okay. because of the Who fact are you that leaning uh, towards. Well, I would much rather have Jedi Master Luke Skywalker than uh, Sith Eternal Empire Earl. So <laughs> that's 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 who I'm going for. If either okay. one of them, not to mention the, the the team that I wanted to do in my non Galactic Legend time, finally that I got, which suddenly was changed with a new Galactic le- set of Galactic Legends, is was the Rebel Fighters. So I'm gearing Mon Mothma now, which is a requirement right. for Luke. So I, while I'm still gearing her, I ha- still have time to make my final decision whether I'm going to finish the Rebel Fighters before I go for this or just go straight into it. But my, I will be going for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker first. Okay, I like it. Uh, I am going for Luke as well, primarily because sorry, I have Kylo. I want another character who's good in light side territory battle. Um, it'll. I, I want light side and dark side, so I'm going Jedi Master Luke. I think I've pretty much 100% decided, so I think I'm about to start gearing the Rex there. Um, all right, so we have four Galactic Legends from New Trilogy so far. Kind of, kind of crazy. I would, I did not think that would have been the plan, but here we are. Nope, I agree. That's kind of crazy. Was surprising. Um, fifteen total units to unlock each of them. Uh, in the game, it looks like there is fourteen. Uh. On yeah. one, I'm not sure which one it is, and then the other looks like it shows 15, but there will actually be 15 on both. I'm glad they, uh, I'm glad they nipped that in the bud right now, because if they didn't wait, they waited until they actually released the uh, requirements, and everyone was like, "I've thought for four weeks that it was 14. Now there's a 15th yeah. one. It's smart of them to come out today and make sure everyone knew. There's a discrepancy. Yeah, it's 15." Sure. You need to know that. that. I mean, that might swing some people from one to the other. Uh, not having to do one more character would be nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So we did get confirmed today that no other Galactic Legends will be required. That is 100% confirmed. Thank God. I, When we were talking about this the day they announced these, this is what I mentioned in chat. And that was because of the fact that they had said before that with Galactic Legends, they wanted you to be able to choose any of all of them that were released to go after who you wanted. And if you required a Galactic Legend for a Galactic Legend, you you create a ladder and you don't get that choice. So I didn't ever assume that you would need a Galactic Legend, but I know there are a lot of people that thought that might be something that happens. And I could see understand that thinking in a way just because of the fact that both these characters are new trilogy, just like the last two were. So right. I don't blame people for thinking that, but I just, with what they've said about Galactic Legends, it just didn't seem feasible. Yep, so. for sure. 
Um, you're right, not the first so round of requirements. Hey, we did. There's first only three rounds, so we're one third of the way to knowing what we got to do to get these characters. That is true. Who knows That's when not. we'll get the next ones, but uh, this gives you a clear and present target right now if you're so, getting the early development here. So we're going to talk about the requirements that we do have, and then we are going to predict what we think the next 10 requirements will actually be. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm kind of <laughs> excited. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into it. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. It looks like these relic levels are a little bit higher than on the previous Galactic Legends. Mon Mothma Relic 5, 3PO and Chewie at Relic 5, Obi-Wan Kenobi, aka Old Ben at Relic 5, Ray Jedi Training Relic 7 and C3PO at Relic 5. What do you think about these? I think uh you're going to see a good chunk of uh Relic 3s and 4s on the next uh sets of so. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely because if you look at the dark side version, uh it's kind of well, I mean, I guess it's not totally lopsided cuz they require two Relic 7s on that side. So maybe not. I didn't think about the fact yeah. that uh, there's two Relic 7s on the other side, but uh, as far as characters go, all three of them are good, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. That is... That yeah, makes the, de that makes the decision to go for those, those five a little easier. 100%. Especially if you go towards um, the next ones and <laughs> seeing what they are. And then for Seep, as we now call him, the requirements are Admiral Piat at Relic 5, Royal Guard at Relic 3, Darth Vader, Relic 7, Emperor Palpatine, Relic 7, and Director Krennic at Relic 4. So, um, Piat will be released on an abbreviated schedule to make the farming release basically in time. Um, he'll be moved to shipments three weeks after release and then moved to a farmable node three weeks after appearing in shipments. As you mentioned, six weeks farmable after release. So, um, so I, I think that's probably, probably not a bad idea to assume that'd be about when these become available. I, I don't know. I still kind of think it's going to be in September, but. Um, do you have an issue with any of these requirements that we know of so far? Problems? No, because uh, they make sense with everything that uh, CG usually does. Krennic? Uh, what? <laughs> this is where things start getting weird for me. Um, why? Why? I actually like Krennic being a... I mean, okay. he, he was the Death Star designer. What is more... I. Uh, thematically died on let's think thematically here yeah think about the other characters right you had ray and kylo was all the first order characters basically and then uh you know some opposite side one opposite side i know kylo needed han was there any opposite sides for the ray or was it just chewbacca and han one of each for each of the galactic legends i don't think you needed any dark side for ray did you I, I don't believe so. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, I this is where my requirements start coming in to thought for this uh, this event because 
none of these characters on on Palpatine's side are from the new trilogy. Okay. Bye. And only one or two on the other side are three on the other side. We'll, we'll talk about this here shortly, but um, I don't really have an issue with that. I mean, I mean, I don't have an which, issue with it. It just makes me well, think what, about what's going to be required and what kind of tags they're going to have. Ray J. Training is the only one for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker that's from the new movies. Uh, 3PO and Ch- Chewie. I mean, I guess that character itself is from the original trilogy, but both of them were in the new movies. C-3PO was in the new movies. Ray J- yeah, RJT but, was in the new movies. Y- yeah, but... Mm, There's I mean, no but. C-3PO or, has resistance uh, synergy. He's listed as a new movie character. No, I know, but I mean, so does R2. I mean, they have massive, wide, you know, I mean, just like, I, I I think that's kind of different because that character is literally meant to span the entire Star Wars universe. So, um, my point Rachel is that Piet, Royal the, Guard, Darth Vader and Krennic were not in the new trilogy at all. Even if is, the character yes. model was from a different movie. But if you look at that side, three out of the five, characters maybe not the model we're all in the new trilogy right okay so one thing i wanted to point out as well that we didn't mention or maybe you did uh ray rjt uh required at relic seven if you went after ray you already have that requirement also palpatine relic seven for the sith eternal emperor also relic seven was a requirement for kylo so if yeah. you decide to go for the same faction and you already have one or the other, you're already uh, finished with one of the requirements. That Someone is mentioned true. there's some there's some back and forth in chat about whether 3PO was needed for Ray. Uh, someone thought they were, and then the other person thought um, it was just for JKL. So I'm looking right now, and no, C-3PO wasn't needed for Ray, so he was not... Right. If you have him relic and ready, it's probably for uh, Jedi Knight Luke. Yep. I like so, it. Um, that's also helpful right, for so those people that don't have Jedi Knight Luke. Because if you decide to go for Jedi Master Luke, one of the characters you're gearing already for that character will help you get Jedi Knight Luke. Mm. That leads us into talking about Jedi Master Luke Skywalker predictions. So we each predicted 10 characters that we th- 10 more characters, units, whatever that we think can be required for each of these characters. Um, I am fully convinced 100%. I'll say 99 so I can hedge. I'm a hedger. Leave me alone. Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker will be a requirement for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. And I am 100% true. You believe that you are out of your mind with that. Okay. And that is a very... That's not even like hard to explain. All the requirements already for Luke Skywalker are harder to get for in-game players than Sith Eternal Emperor. Throw on top of that JKL 
Now they're infinitely harder than Emperor Palpatine. Then on top of that, I don't even know who you would add to Palpatine to make it even close of an even Why trade. Why does it have to be even? Because they it's all are Jedi. even. They've it's all freaking been Luke. Even. Everybody wants Luke. I, I don't believe it. Let his requirements no, be a little bit stiffer. There is no chance the legendary that still hasn't even had a second event is going to be required for the uh, Galactic Legend. I think it will be. We'll find out, but I, I'm pretty sure you're wrong on that. All right, we we will see. So that that is my big prediction, is that Jedi Knight Luke will be a requirement for Jedi Master Luke. It falls in line with the typical progression of this game that the prior, you know, the prior characters are required to get that version of that character. Um, Was so Farm Boy I, Luke I, needed for a Jedi Knight Luke? For Commander Luke, he was right, but was he needed for Jedi Luke? Yes, be, yes, because Commander Luke was needed for Jedi Luke, and you had to get Farm Boy to get Jedi. I'm talking hard requirement Luke. here. No, but when it came out, it was a hard requirement. I mean, so uh, well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on what you consider a hard requirement. But I mean, essentially, yeah, you cannot you cannot get Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker without Farm Boy Luke. Yeah, I. Not to mention, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, as you know, does require Kylo Ren amassed and Kylo Ren both as requirements. Both not legendary events that released three months ago. <laughs> They've been out for a long time before Galactic That's Legend true. Kylo Ren came out. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, I mean,. RJT's also I think the main point here is there's nothing they could add to the dark side that would make these even close to even. No, and I, I am 100% I totally positive 100%. They, I want both sides to be even. <laughs> I don't think they have to be even. I think they want them I, to be I even. would not be surprised if they let Jedi Knight Luke be the lopsided factor here just because Luke is the is arguably the most popular character in Star Wars. Arguably the most wanted character in Star Wars. All right, so, so you I need a. Uh, if the best how many requirements for JKL? Uh, how many requirements were well, there? How many people were required eight? for Jedi Knight Luke? Eight, I think. All right, so the requirements for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker just went up to twenty-three because the event's only been out three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't I, that I ain't it's happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Okay. All right, that's fine. We'll see. You better mark my words. If this happens, I will gloat like you would not believe. You gloat anyway. You don't even need to remind it. You'll do it anyway if that's it happens. True. But I don't think it will, I, so I'm not worried I, about that, it. That is true. All right, we'll see. So um, I, I do. That's the one big thing that I think is going to happen. You disagree. All right, so... Uh, I mean, look at your dark side list. It's nothing like the light side list if you add JKL. Yeah, no, There's not a character I, not on disag- there that is hard to get from your dark side I'm not list. Disag- I'm not disagreeing with you. So literally everyone in the world will pick Emperor Palpatine. Uh, except for the people that want Luke. That's my entire point. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they have to be perfectly equal. They, so... Kylo and RJT aren't equal either. I mean, RJT requires more legendary characters than Kylo. And we already went over this in our conversation. 
legendary characters that came out two years ago don't count the same as a character that came out three months ago that hardly anyone has. A legendary that came out two years ago is not a legendary to me anymore because I had it forever. I don't have to work on it, and I probably have it already geared. It's not the same as a requirement for an in-game character. Because if you don't have a legendary character that came out three years ago as an in-game player today that has been playing Mm -hmm. since the game came out, then I don't know what you're doing. Okay. That is not a hard requirement to have if you've been playing since the game came out. Ah, Completely different. It was a hard requirement. Yes, you did. You said there you make that's how. Well, it was harder for this one. No, it wasn't. If you're if you're a player that's played for that is not what I I did not say it was harder. I said play it back. Somebody required. I said no. I'll tell you exactly what I said. RJT has two legendary characters requirements. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren only has one. That is exactly what I said, which is factually accurate. Not the wording you used, but okay. Okay. It is factually accurate, and I agree with that, but not the way you said it. Okay. Rewind the tape. Anyway, uh, so moving along to the rest of the requirements that we are predicting, we have some overlap here. Um, I kind of... I kind of went along with characters that are mostly pretty easy to get that people probably already have because I think that Jedi Knight Luke is going to be a requirement. So my predictions here are Luke, as I mentioned, Princess Leia, Stormtrooper Han, Lobot, Grandmaster Yoda, R2-D2, Admiral Akbar, Farm Boy Luke, Wedge, and Biggs. However, I've kind of talked myself out of the farm boy thing. I'm just not sure who to replace it with. Although, I guess it is a relic requirement, so now I ain't going to change it. I'll leave it there. Who do you have as requirements? So I'm, I'm of the mind a character from the new trilogy isn't going to be completely old trilogy character requirements. Okay. So... At the bottom, I just put four resistance characters, possibly. So out of 15, I'd say four are probably going to be resistance. Now, does that make it easier? It might, but the thing is, not everyone has both GLs. So for someone like me or and you who went after uh, Kylo yep. Ren, we still have four people we need to relic because they're not relic for us. For other people, it might be an easier time, might influence who you want to go after. But having four resistance characters makes sense to me because it's Luke. If we're going to go off of his lifespan and the people that he knew, there were resistance in that time period. Uh, So I'm going to say four resistance, but I'm also going to go with characters that were important to him. Uh, I'm saying Farm Boy Luke, Commander Luke Skywalker, R2-D2, Admiral Akbar. Han Solo or Stormtrooper Han. I assume Stormtrooper Han because less people have him geared. Uh, Princess Leia, also one that not a ton of people have geared. And that's another reason. Mm-hmm. With what you said, you're like, characters people have. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But it's also characters that people probably don't have geared. Um, totally true. Yes, 100%. So uh, the only one I'm not, I'm shaky on there is Admiral Akbar, But I don't know who to replace him with. Uh, I also had Lobot on the list before 
I remembered Princess Leia, so I took Lobot off the list. Um, okay. And the only reason Lando's not on the list is because Lando is already required for Jedi, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, and most of these characters um, are required for either old legendaries or aren't required for anything yet. Yeah. Now... I- I, I like the regular Han Solo call. I think that's a really good one. Um, is Chewbacca's not needed for anyone, is he? Or is he needed for uh, Jedi Knight Luke? No. I don't think he's needed for anyone, so he, actually. So it might be Stormtrooper Han and then regular Chewbacca in Admiral Ackbar's spot. That way you not have right. a raid and a legendary character. Or if they wanted to go that way, since they're both old characters and in-game players should have them, they might just go Han Solo and Chewbacca. But, yeah. yeah. Those are um, the characters that make sense I, to me. Did, did I not say Wedge and Biggs because I have them on my list? Chicken Bomb says I didn't. Uh, I may have got detoured after Farm I think Boy. you stopped after Farm I do Boy. have. Oh, okay. I do have Wedge and Biggs on my list. I think that they will also be required. I think they're easy to get characters. I think I think the requirements for Jedi Master Luke are going to be kind of kind of soft in a way um, because of the Jedi Knight Luke requirement. Um, uh, and what what four resistance characters do you think I'd- that are most likely to be? If I had to guess, I'd probably say the one that, the ones that I don't have seven star yet, uh, like Resistance Han and or not Resistance Han, Resistance Bro, Finn and Poe. Okay. Uh, RJT is already required, so it might only be three, because I'd say. Who was the other one that I was thinking of? I think I might have just been thinking of Ray. And she's already on there. BB BB eight, I think, would be essential because he helped RJT find Luke in the beginning. I I don't know. I mean, if you're going to throw, you know, overlap in there, yeah, I think BB eight might be BB eight and some form of Finn and Poe are what I would think at least three resistance characters that they would add because I think I put four because of uh, the Trinity there of Finn, Poe, and Ray. And then uh, BB-8, but I forgot that RJT was already needed, so it probably would go down gotcha. to three uh, resistance. Then I okay. think General Leia. Yeah, let's just throw another character that's not released to make it even harder. That ain't would happening. Would surprise you? Yes, it would, because he'd have to be released now, um, like General Piet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I kind of think we have all the characters that we're going to need for it. Um, all right, so let's move along to Sith, uh, to Seep, as we now call him, Sith, Eternal Emperor Palpatine. Um, I have Darth Maul. Check this one out. Mace Windu, Tarkin, Thrawn, Sith Trooper, Count Dooku, Darth Sidious. This one's a little, little. I, I don't really like this one, but I just have a feeling. IPD Imperial Probe Droid and Veers. That's only nine. Hmm. I gotta put crew on there too. 
more overlap. That would be my tenth. All right. I'm uh I didn't really even think about the Sith. I went more Empire and I'm the like the only reason I did this. Interesting. So okay. going back to uh and this is the okay. I'm not composing my thoughts here very well. I went one faction and resistance for my requirements for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker for one reason, and that is thinking about what tags these Galactic Legends are going to get. And if you start adding requirements... So with with Rey and Kylo Ren, most every character that you geared for those Galactic Legends could be used in a synergistic faction way with that Galactic Legend. The one, the one outlier being... Uh, Han for uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really do any Sith. I did mostly Empire because of the requirements already having mostly Empire. I don't see any Sith on the requirement list uh, yet. I like it. So I went with mostly uh, Empire officers. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, Thrawn, Colonel Stark, General Veers, you got put those four together. You already got Admiral Piet. That's five officers. Um, I do like your idea, so I added it to the end because I agree with you. Darth Sidious is another good one because if Darth Sidious and... Uh, he's one I feel very solid about. Well, like with my requirements, no I have Commander Luke Skywalker and Farm Boy Luke. That's two Lukes. Yeah. Uh, with yours, you have JKL and Farm Boy. That's two Lukes. So it makes sense on the other side to have Emperor Palpatine, which has already been announced as a requirement, and then also having Sidious, so two versions of Palpatine. Um, I also put in Gar Saxon because of the fact that he is also an Empire officer. Uh, You already also have, I didn't even mention this one, but Director Krennic, which is another Empire officer. Um, I put Imperial Super Commando only because he's a character that is not required for anything else. If you're gearing up Gar Saxon, having Imperial Super Commander is helpful, helpful, not to mention not a lot of people have him geared, so that is something that they like to do. Um, so I have that as well. Um, and then I put down some First Order uh, to go with it. Like Hux. Not No, Hux really never talked to Palpatine. Kylo Ren for sure. Sith Sith Trooper. Yes, Sith Sith Trooper. I wrote it right there. Sith Trooper is one of them for sure because of the fact that the Sith Troopers didn't come to the First Order slash Final Order until the Palpatine movie. So I feel strongly that Sith Trooper is going to be a requirement if we're crossing into the First Order slash uh, merging with this version of Palpatine. So Sith Trooper, Kylo, Sith Trooper. Um, crew, not uh, not regular Kylo. No. I I feel like Thrawn, Sith Trooper, and Darth Sidious are absolute locks. Like, there's no way those three are not requirements here. Well, no doubt. If I you just, think I JKL is it. on that list and you put stock into old legendaries, you better hope Thrawn's on there. Yeah. I Yeah, he was... Yeah. If you've read the books, he is super close to the Emperor. Um, 
So, uh, hey, speaking of which, but yeah, I really think it's a lot of Empire people and some First Order, and then for J- Luke, it'll be a lot of Rebels and then some Resistance. Which which makes this next question very probably divisive to the entire community at large and probably something that people should brace for. For sure. What tags will they have? I think this is very simple. <laughs> I don't know about a Jedi tag. I'm just going to throw it out there again. I don't know about a he Jedi tag for us. You to. think he has to? He People has said the to. same thing about JKL. He absolute has to. I don't think he will. Because at he came back. He's Jedi Master Luke. He is a Jedi Master. If he is a Jedi Master, he is a bloody Jedi. If he is a Jedi I Master and his riot. synergy is Jedi, then you just you just upgraded a bunch of rebels that won't be used with him. And then the other part to that is no, I don't think he's going to have the rebel agree. tag either because there's no rebels in this version of Luke. So um, he won't have the why, rebel tag. Why that, are we? That I agree with. We're, this is going to be completely different than the last set of GLs because I don't. If you're if we're set on that Jedi tag, uh, all these characters you leveled up are only going to fit under JKL. So that might be yeah, your strongest he, he, case for JKL as a requirement. I, well, hold on, but keep in mind the way that these leader abilities on these Galactic Legends have been. They are light side and dark side based. It's a lot of the, I mean, they have some additional stuff for their own faction, but you can really run anyone under these characters. They have pretty significant bonuses for just being that side of the faction. Mm-hmm. So you could have Jedi Master Luke be light side and a Jedi, and that's it. And you you could build a badass team with just about anything, probably, because he's going to have pretty good synergy with other characters. Um, and they could also make it block out some of the synergy with, you know, like the old Republic Jedi, kind of like they did with um, Jedi Knight Luke, uh, just to kind of keep things in keep things kind of in check and then that would kind of force you into maybe using some rebels it's just interesting so the question then and i don't see this ever happening is are any jedi going to be on the list besides maybe uh hoda well this was the reason why i put grand master yoda because i almost feel like Jedi kind of have to be on there. Like, there's got to be some sort of Jedi something. And so there will 100% be a Yoda requirement. But uh, if Jedi Knight Luke is a requirement, Hermit Yoda is already built in, leaving Grandmaster Yoda as a separate requirement because he's not a requirement for anything else. So that's the reason I put Grandmaster Yoda Um you know, I kind of have a prequel character for each of them on here. You know, Mace Windu on Sith Emperor Palpatine or Sith Eternal Emperor, whatever the hell he is. And then Grandmaster Yoda on Jedi Master Luke Skywalker because if it, they both played vital parts into them becoming who they if are. If it's Yoda, it's, I think it's Hoda. He never knew Grand Grandmaster version of Luke. I see your thought process, but I don't, I don't see that being yeah but grandmaster yoda was an absolute key i mean 
a massive key to Jedi Master Luke existing. I mean, well, so is Hoda. Like, I, I, <laughs> I see well, Hoda. One no, more I know, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's why I think they're both essentially going to be requirements. I just think because the one's already built in into another character, I think is required. I could see them making Grandmaster Yoda. If Jedi Knight Luke is not a requirement, I do not think that Grandmaster Yoda will be a requirement. Let me be clear about that also. So. Yeah. That is kind of how I feel about that. But, so what about Palpatine? What tags? Um, He's not First Order. Uh, he'll be Sith. Um... I don't think it'll be first order. I don't think it'll be Empire. And if you're leveling up all these Empire officers and such, or Empire characters, once again, it's not something that they are used with. That's true. It's it's just um, a weird conundrum. This is why I put the question on here because it's it's if you think deeply about the tags that these Galactic Legends should have or would appear that they will have the requirements are unrelated and won't work with the character as well as the synergy built into the kit would make them which is the exact opposite of the other galactic legends Mm, i mean i see your point i kind of agree um what do you disagree with i kind of think that I think that they will just, they'll have the tags that are literally in their name and they will be a general type leader for that, that sided faction. Um, I kind of think that's what they're doing here. And then you can use kind of any of these characters in there because they're all going to be freaking badass. You can take anyone in there, throw them in there and going to be a beast. It's not really going to matter. Um, will there be a best team? Probably. Um, but I also think they leave you a lot of options. So th- there's one, uh, uh, one other point that we haven't talked about either. Neither one of us put, uh, ships on here. Yeah. I don't think they'll need ships <laughs> because there's no capital. Okay. So I agree. I there mean, was a thought really that people put out there that happen. you might need the capitals that were used on the last Galactic Legends this time at, at seven. seven star. And I to that, yep. if that is the what happens, you can count me out. It's gonna take me forever to seven star these capital ships. A hundred percent. And unless yeah. you are buying the I refreshes like a- crazy or have paid for them, everybody else is in the same boat. And here's the other thing is that actually puts these as like the second tier Galactic Legends. It wouldn't be a situation where you get to pick a You're back to the ladder and go thing. after it. Yeah. Right. And I kind of think that's what they're trying to avoid. Um, yeah, I'm with you. For the most part. Other than with Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, obviously. But beside the point. Um, so... I think it's pretty much all we have this week, but I would like to mention, uh, we talked a lot about Thrawn. The new Thrawn book's coming out in September. I think it comes out Tuesday. Um, 
So if you would like to get your hands on the new Thrawn book, which I am sure is going to be freaking fabulous, I highly suggest audibletrial.com slash shatter to order. Free 30-day trial Audible. It's fantastic. You can get a free audiobook. You get to keep it. Check it out. Cancel within 30 days, and hey, you're not out anything, but it is an absolutely fantastic service. I am a huge, huge fan, so check that out. Um, man, I can't wait for that book. I'm pretty pumped. I'm actually pretty excited that I got someone to uh, check out the Phasma book this week. And if we're talking about Audible, nice. if you want to check out, I've read, I've read uh, the Phasma book, and okay. I am currently, I've not been driving anywhere because I'm not working on sabbaticals. So I've my read time for the uh, um, Galaxy's Edge book. Uh, has gone drastically down, so I haven't finished it yet. But both of them are written by Delilah Dawson. Both very good. That Phasma book was awesome. Also on Audible. So if you are interested in a character from the new trilogy that to me was the new Boba Fett, and you want to actually see how badass that character is, despite them looking like hot garbo in the actual movies, check out that Phasma book. I got a few. I, I've got at least one person this week to uh, download it and check it out. So uh, if anyone else checks it out and listens to it or re actually gets the book and reads it, let me know what you thought because I really like that book. But yeah, I'm with Very you. Very nice. Man. I like Star Wars it. books are great. I know my buddy Elephant in the Room for forever was a, uh, what do they call it now? The old books, the old canon. He was way into that stuff and I can absolutely Legends? see why. Yeah, the legend stuff. Um, Star Wars books are great. If you love Star Wars, you should really check them out. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I don't. I don't think we have any other announcements or anything um, other than just ma make sure you go check out all of our crap. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mando's starting soon. We need to get on yeah, that. We've can't been slacking. Wait. We gotta get that uh we gotta get that new trilogy uh recap going that we were talking about. And get that finished for sure. Yeah. I swear to God, I am going to watch that movie this weekend, Sunday. That's my plan. I'm gonna wake up Sunday and I'm gonna watch that movie. All right, you let me know when you do, so then I will as well, and then uh we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. All right, awesome. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap up episode 211 of the Shadow Orb podcast. Appreciate you guys hanging out as always. Thank you. Um, and make sure you join us next time on episode 212. Uh, we'll let you know in Discord if we're going to stream Grand Arena next week, but we will definitely be talking about whatever news comes out here in the next week or so. No doubt. So to everybody out there that is watching the show live, we appreciate you and everyone that's watching, listening to this tomorrow, the next day, next week, whenever. You guys are awesome too. Without you, we wouldn't be doing this. We love to hear what you think about all of our ideas and theories. That's what uh, keeps the Discord hopping all week. So we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And please come back for episode 212 next week. Until then, we will catch you on the other side. Later.